I already got some designer to hold up my pants. Just want some watch so I look better when I dance or something like that. I don't know. I don't know it's that It's about one. a Rolex. Oh. We have to talk about The Walking Dead. I don't know if I want to be honest about it because I'm just like, wait, spoiler I, alert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> should we ask her some of our questions? Absolutely, we should. Welcome to What Women Binge. We're back. Here we are. Um, I wanted to talk about Dolly for a moment. Okay. I'm Love trying to her. think of why, but on the way here, I was like, I want to talk about Dolly. Oh, because you were listening to her book. I'm listening to the book, Run, Rose, Run. You already read it. it. It's so good. No spoilers. I will way early. But the audiobook, her voice is kind of throwing me because I know it's Dolly. I know she's not Ruth Ann or whoever she's playing in that. But she wrote it with she James did. Patterson. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's really cool. And I do like that I live here in Nashville now and there's a lot of detail about, not a lot of detail, but like things about Nashville. You can picture about, it better. Yeah. Like I know what she's talking about when she says like a house in Belmead or a, right. uh, going down Broadway, you know, the honky tonks and that. And, you know, and she's like, she throws out little references like someday I'm going to play the Ryman. And now I know what that is. Yeah. And it's a big deal. <laughs> People in the rest of the country or the world might not know. Well, she does a good job of describing it, I feel like. But like the younger character, Anna Lee, is that her name? Or Anna? Yeah. Anna Lee. She says, uh, she's like, I'm, I, she's like, yeah, someday I'll just play the Ryman. And I'm like, okay, I know the Ryman is the Grand Old Opry, former home. Yes. Historic building, blah, 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 blah. The mother, Before what do they call here. it? The, the mother something. Mother, mother church. Mother load. Mother church. Oh, because it was a church that then became a music. The venue. mother church of country music. It's so pretty. It's actually, and it's a great place to listen to music. There's a lot of really cool old pictures of the Ryman, like floating out there. There's an Instagram page that I really like, the Nashville history one. Have you ever seen it? Not music shitty. (laughs) I mean. That's a funny one, too, if anybody wants to see some funny Nashville stuff. Or Broadway and Censored. Oh, I haven't seen that one. it's awful. (laughs) I'll have to do that. Uh, But no, Nashville history, they show lots of old pictures of the Ryman fairly regularly you can see them well they do say the acoustics in there are insane and anytime i've been to a concert there like i saw primus there and i saw 311 when tim mahoney Mm -hmm. came through and did our podcast and uh the ryman does have some spectacular acoustics it's great especially for something like primus with the bass i love it oh that's what i want to talk about dolly oh what about it all about that this, face, all, <laughs> I uh, oh, let's not. That's my karaoke, my last karaoke song. Let's not talk you about can that. Find it on YouTube. <laughs> oh goodness, please don't, please don't. We were at the Derby and I had a little too much to drink and was dragged on stage for karaoke. After I agreed to do, it was an all-star cast. All about that so. base. It was. Jennifer, it was Jennifer Robertson. Yep. from Schitt's Creek. Yep, Amanda Clutes. Amanda Clutes. Um, you. Yeah, there were there were a bunch of people. Uh, we had some fun. Oh, but I fun. do not sing, and I did not know the song. <laughs> but you that picked it. Was really fun. I know because I thought all about that bass, all that. You know, I, I knew like luckily the, that there part. was like a lead singer to the karaoke band. That Thank saved goodness, us. because yeah, I realized I was like my dress was falling off, and it was not good. Yeah, go check it out, guys. Go check <laughs> it out. <laughs> no, but I want to talk about Dolly because I am obsessed with this song now. When we went camping, so Amanda and I went this summer and stayed in these tiny homes. Camping in these tiny homes. They're not so that tiny, fun. though. They're not that tiny. But, I mean, in in place of a home, it is tiny. But for camping, it's fantastic. It was fanta- I mean, it, I don't camp. 
I know you don't. That's why I got you but a tiny I home. But I can do tiny home. Because <laughs> there's a mattress and a toilet and, and air, air conditioning, conditioning. <laughs> and, a, and a refrigerator. So, like, your food doesn't go bad. You don't have to worry about trying to keep it on ice. You know, it was all the little comforts, but also, like, we're all outside by a lake and by a fire pit and whatnot. But one of our friend's daughters was going to perform the song Firecracker by Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard it before. She was going to perform it at the Williamson County Fair here in yeah. Tennessee. And so she uh, she was uh, kind of auditioning, rehearsing for us. Mm-hmm. And I never heard that song before, and it is so stuck in my. I listen to it. Ah, cracker! It makes me so happy the way it starts. It's like it's that blues grass, like mm-hmm. ding, 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 banjo. Just, like, just gets going. She's like pow, 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 and like it, oh, <laughs> I just love it so much. And Tucker's like, it's annoying. Her voice is annoying. Blues grass, blue, blue, blue grass, blues grass, blue grass. I'm not from the south, Melissa. <laughs> blues grass. Blue, okay, blue grass. <laughs> Should I say blue grass? Is that Kentucky better? That blue, blue Kentucky bluegrass. Bluegrass music. Um, speaking of music, I've just been working with our uh, guest today Yeah, on a movie. And no one's an actress. But I didn't really realize until today what a great singer she is. So talented. Yeah, I was listening to some of her Spotify hits on the way over here. And uh, should we just introduce her? Yeah, do it. Okay. She's very know- well known to all the uh, deadheads. Are they called deadheads out there? Mm-hmm. Walking deadheads? Walking oh. deadheads. Well, deadheads are like Grateful Dead. Deadheads are Grateful Dead. She's a walking, I, I would assume her fans are called the walking deadheads. Anyway, I made it up if not. <laughs> Emily Kinney grew up in Nebraska, graduated from Nebraska Wesleyan uh, University in 2006. She moved to New York, got started on Broadway. She did 20 plays. Oh, my word. In four years, including August Osage County, which then went on to become a big movie. Um, and she did a play called Spring Awakening, where she played a German schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is best known for her role on the uber popular show The Walking Dead. She played Beth Green, who was supposed to be 16 years old, but funny fact, she was 25 at the time, kind of like me playing a teenager when I was in my 20s. Uh, but she still looks like she's 16. She looks way younger than me, and apparently she's older than me. She could literally still play a teenager, like college, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, she's also known for her role as Brie Larvin on The Flash and Arrow, but like all the Flash, like I guess she did a ton oh. of Flash episodes, but, um, and then she That's guest cool. starred once on that. Arrow. Yeah. She's guest starred on shows like Law and Order, Criminal Intent, and SVU, The Good Wife, Master of Sex, Conviction, tons of shows. Um, she has a great music career, like we just said. She's had five albums so far titled Toothbrush. I love the names of her stuff. Her songs and her albums are so funny. Toothbrush, Expired Love. This is War, Oh Jonathan, and the supporting character was her last one in 2021. And I think she's got another one coming out. She just completed work on the movie I've been directing called Santa Boot Camp, where she was the lead character, Emily, who's an event planner who's been tasked with finding the perfect Santa for her party, but ends up in the boot camp, stuck in it, run by Belle, a woman named Belle, which was played by Rita Moreno, who we already had on here. She also has a deaf mom in the movie played by Deanne Bray, who I want to talk to her about because she's... Fantastic. And Emily learned an extensive amount of sign language, did an awesome job with this character. So let's bring her in and ask her all about it. Let's do it. Come Come on, on. Emily. If your doctor can recite every line from the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off but can't remember your name, it's time for a new doctor with ZocDoc. Yeah, it's a great movie, but ZocDoc makes it easy to find quality doctors in your network and in your neighborhood. Before you book any brunch, you pour over lists and lists of reviews, right? Mm -hmm. So why not do the same when you're booking a doctor's appointment? Finding the right doctor is just as, if not more, important than finding the right plate of eggs benedict. With ZocDoc, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help you find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, plus, with real, verified patient reviews, you can find the right doctor for you, one that actually remembers your name. Mm -hmm. 
ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Go to ZocDoc.com WWB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash WWB. ZocDoc.com slash WWB. Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. Um, where should we start? Let's see. Um, well, we, what? I mean, I know you did your intro and people know how y'all know each other and what you've been working on, yeah. but like. Santa boot camp. This is like fresh. Yeah, we just got done. So we just cool. got done late Friday, yeah. Saturday. Oh, Friday. Friday. Yeah. Good, that's a good call. <laughs> it was as the sun was coming up, we were finishing the movie. So I just hope you can't mm-hmm. tell that the sun is coming up in the middle of our nighttime scene. It'll be great. Oh, it was beautiful. We got stuck with lightning storms. It was so hard. I got to visit the set at like three in the morning and see you guys trying to, under the rain. Trying to get scenes done be, in between the lightning. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even the rain. The rain we could have worked in. It was the lightning. We couldn't work. So we spent about eight hours inside. I can't even imagine what you were doing. Like, luckily, your dressing room was your hotel room, right? But that's. Yeah. So I went upstairs and would chill when we'd have the breaks but the only thing is then you get you have that chance to get like sleepy yes so and it's like i don't really want to be like half asleep in the scenes once we do yeah (laughs) you know once we do have to wake up and do it so i was trying to like balance between resting and not like but like also not really resting i guess i don't know it was if i was downstairs it would just get you're also all made up yeah you're all made up so so i'd i'd be like i don't want to mess up my hair and like have to, you know. It's it was so for me, I was feeling for you guys because I know as an actor, when you do go back to your dressing room and you're and you have all that time to chill, you do get like you yeah. just get in this fog, right? This exhaustive fog. But as the director and not being able to finish the movie, we had to do a big final scene, you guys. It was like this beautiful scene of this huge Christmas party and it's pouring rain and it's like lightning everywhere and we just couldn't work and it was so frustrating but I was like shaking all night and I'm just trying to figure out how do I reduce my shots what do I need exactly when can we do this and what you know how much longer yeah. how are we going to be efficient you know get everybody down here here we go and it's like okay we got five minutes left on the clock and then another lightning strike would come and we had to set, shut down for 30 more minutes right so it was like 30 more minutes 30 more minutes 30 more minutes like and like eight hours went by where we couldn't work. Yeah, insane. I could tell you were like running on a lot of adrenaline because you yeah. were. I mean, not in like a bad way, in like an impressive way. I was like, even when we shot that last scene, you were like on it and like giving little notes and like being very specific and like very. Um, yeah, in my brain at that point, <laughs> you know, from being up was was getting a little like foggy. I think you even mentioned like the podcast on Friday and I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. let me see I know. if I, I like, remember. It's seven in like, the morning were, and the sun's up. How yeah, would you feel about? <laughs> yeah, no, you were like on it. Like your brain was still firing at all cylinders, probably because you felt like you had to be to get everything. So I was I was impressed. I was trying that. to like really make sure that as soon as we could to finish this movie because we couldn't push. We couldn't go another day. We couldn't wait another yeah. night. We couldn't do it during the day. Like we had to we had to wrap when we had to wrap. And the sun, as soon as the clouds parted and the rain stopped, here comes the sun. And I'm like, oh, and it just makes it look not as good if you shoot it during the day. You call it day for night and you can shoot during the day and you like color time it for night. But it doesn't look the same, especially with Christmas lights. The Christmas lights look yeah, crappy. They don't twinkle as much. In the day. Yeah, they don't sparkle. They just kind of like you see the string. You see like the yellow, the, the white icicle strings, right? Is there not yellow? I hope it's not yellow snow. But um, <laughs> but anyway, it, I watched it last night and it came together really nicely. And I can't wait. People can see it sometime this Thanksgiving. I don't think we have an air date yet, but yeah. I'm it's excited. called Santa Boot Camp. And you were amazing. And oh, thank you. I mentioned in the opening your sign language with oh, Deanne. Incredible. 
unbelievable. Yeah, De- Deanne too is amazing. Like really good um, acting partner. I feel, and she gave me so many like she's little been around tips forever and, too. Yeah, so I felt I felt uh, lucky that you guys cast her because she was just yeah she was so helpful and she was great to work with. Yeah, she's great to work with and. Yeah, was it was it hard fun. to learn sign language for this role. Yeah, I mean, it was it was uh it was the the hardest part is like, you know, you can learn it like word by word exactly what the signs are, but then there's little shortcuts that if you're actually deaf or if you're actually coda like a child of a deaf person or something like that, like that you learn that you wouldn't know unless you Right. So that was like the conversational parts of it. Yeah, or even, like, um, the order of things, you know, just like in any other la- new language. Mm-hmm. Just like, um, you know, it's not an exact translation. So, right. And everything's very literal, so a lot of our, like, a lot of our, like, game changer. I remember Deanne was like, we wouldn't say game changer because it makes it seem like you, like, there's not, like, we know what that means. Oh, a game changer. Like, this yeah. is going to make things better. But, like. A lot of things are very literal. Mm-hmm. So so she was like, say like up level instead of game changer. Oh, okay. Or like, because like it wouldn't translate. Well, there was a in word the in there. Originally, there was the word judging. Was in there, oh. hey, can you go help judge the front entryway or something like that? And I was like, yeah. I don't know that that's going to come off, off in ASL. <laughs> like maybe we should just yeah. fix that. So I wonder if game changer became what judging was. Well, just I think things are more... Some things you can get, but some things are very just, yeah, straightforward, like direct in a way. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting. I thought it was fun. I mean, I definitely was like stressed out during sometimes just because I want to do a good job right. for like yeah, it's the deaf community. You want to be representative and, like, like, of a whole Oh, group man, of I don't. Yeah, it's like so. And you're trying to act like you're so natural at this, but you're, you know, <laughs> yeah. obviously you're thinking you like you have to think so hard on something. You I've don't, been not, doing this for more than just today. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. So she practiced for weeks and weeks. And, and 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 also didn't you did it with different people and different people have different. Yeah. Like different there's slangs sort of, and. Yeah. D- there's different sort of. um what would you like different accents dialects, like sort of dialects or even just like teaching styles and mm-hmm. stuff so yeah it was interesting but really fun too i mean like like do i do find like show us merry christmas can you like, oh yeah merry christmas i feel like i know those Wait, lines merry, um so like merry I, I know i know christmas. it but i feel like i would understand it better after watching you do it like yeah. i feel like i would understand it better than i oh that's good know it but i learned i, I learned like that. i had to say certain things so i learned ready Action cut were kind of basic, but um, yeah, I learned ready and I learned, oh, I learned uh, that's wonderful. Oh, yeah, like so, wonderful. Yeah, uh, it was like, and, and apparently, if you're an older generation person, you do wonderful, you tap your hands twice, like up and down. Uh-huh. But if you're younger, I think you put them up and then you drag them down. Yes. Well, similar, Justin had taught me just like basically, like, like if something is wonderful or great or whatever like big or great opportunity or something and then Deanne taught me the the like the two the two so different generations um yeah and I think even different places you know families stuff like that I think it's really nice to be able to like I have fans I'm sure you do when you do like some of the comic-cons like fans come up that are deaf and the only thing I really knew was thank you yeah but like me too and to spell my name out like I knew how to spell my name out but it's nice to be able to yeah at least have some kind of more communication with people you normally wouldn't yeah. have um but it was also interesting to me to learn how much how like like Deanne and then also my coach in LA Justin 
I love doing lessons with him because he was so present. It's almost like taking away one of the senses. I don't is almost making him so focused. And I would find myself feeling, you know how they'll talk about like getting in the flow, uh-huh. like when you're working on a creative project and getting rid of distractions and you can kind of get into this zone. I would feel like our lessons would be like that because he was paying attention to me so close and therefore I had to give that same kind of attention that like there'd sort of be this nice relief of like not the phones too or not listening in this way that's very just sight and like look down indication and based. here you have to watch and yeah yeah so he was so like with me and even when I would start to say things because I would still be talking sometimes he'd sort of understand before I finished the sentence and he'd be like oh and he knew I didn't know sign language and somehow he found ways to communicate to me well that, that you know day on set with your with the so Di- Deanne Frey played your mom I just mm-hmm. for those that don't know like she was on a show that my in-laws it turns out loves called um oh. Sue Thompson FBI like a mm-hmm. long-running oh. show about her being a deaf FBI agent um and how she could like she had these lip reading skills apparently and so she could read lips from afar so she would like would help the FBI with that skill um and she was also on oh gosh she was on another show for a long amount for a long while uh I can't remember what it was oh hero maybe heroes um, oh yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So it was so, and her husband won the Oscar last year for Coda. So yeah, she's been around forever. But doing those scenes with you guys, like it was a whole day of sign language, mm-hmm. and I and all the crew, we all said, never been so silent on a set before. Like it was quiet all day long. It was nice and calm. Yeah, I felt like we could focus. I could focus. I could yeah. really pay attention to you guys and watch performance because I couldn't just hear it. Sometimes I can hear it and look down at my script, but I had to watch. Not that I knew if you were doing it right or wrong, but to watch your face and see the, you know, the performance aspect of it. And it was really nice. It was like, it was just a whole different way to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. I, um, I'm kind of one of those people, there's those people that can really multitask a lot of different things. And I have realized that I can't (laughs) (laughs) like, I like to the point where I just like, we'll be straight up with friends in the car, like. Like, are we talking or are, this sounds like so intense, but I'm like, are we going to chat or are we going to listen to the radio? Because like, I can't do, both. I can't do both, which sounds so like nerdy to say, but it's like, I know it will, if I have to like pay attention to driving and the music and the talking, I get a little like yeah. all over the place. And I like, like, I just right know now, that about myself. We're learning that about ourselves from like, have, yeah. like having so many distractions and having so much information and having our phones and TVs on all the time. I feel like we're starting to learn to go the other way. Like, yeah. I would leave the set. That's the only day. The day that you guys did all the sign language was the day that the only day I drove home from work with my with my radio on because I got in the car and I'd turn it off and I'd be like, no, I don't want to hear anything after a long day of work. It's been so yeah. loud. My brain's been busy. And coming from that day, I was like, I think I'm ready for some music or news. Or And I just turned it on. It was really interesting. Yeah. I was impressed on set. I felt like you were very like I really enjoyed working with you because you're very direct, but like I could see all the you know people coming at you with different questions, and you were very good at being like, okay, this, okay, this, okay. Like I found it very impressive. I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I've learned. Uh, it like you're very direct in a way that's like that's that is um, a relief. I feel 
Because so I go home he, and my husband's like, uh, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, I do not ask me to make another decision today. Yeah, I, have, <laughs> I have decided what color the backpack should be, what kinds of shoes they should wear, where we should put the camera, what kind of lighting, if the performance was good. You know, I'm like, I am I am I am done. I am done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I can... it's but I did have to learn early on to make decisions. Actually, some I had some tough love on set, like even on Sabrina when I first started directing of people where I'd be like, should we put the camera here? Should we do it here? And they're like, I don't know, you're the director. And it was like kind of like not collaborative, but it did teach yeah. me to go. Oh, I have to make a decision. Yeah. And I started to just, I can kind of like click into that in a way now where I feel like yeah. I can wrap my head around. And I think this is what I was good at as an actress was, um, I don't think I was a good actress, but I think that what I was good at was kind of like realizing the whole, embodying the whole character. Like if somebody asked me a question about backstory or whatnot, I kind of had already built it even though I didn't know I did. Yeah. Like I kind of had who she was in, like already in me. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that helps me with directing, like having the whole story even if I don't exactly know, I kind of feel like I, I I can figure out quickly where a, a story or a character or something comes from and where it goes. Mm-hmm. And there's, I feel like you on this movie, there's, there's a few things I missed. Yeah, or, like yeah, instinctually, like, I like, just know where it came from. Yeah. So in that way, I feel like that really has helped me with directing to be able to like make those decisions. Yeah. I, the very first movie I ever did, I knew there was a backpack that was in this movie. And the first show and tell, the props guy laid out all these backpacks. Or he has a, he has a bag. He's supposed to be leaving his sister's house, but he just came from prison. So it's like, well, what kind of backpack should he have? Should he have a backpack? Should he have a duffel bag? Should he have a rolly bag? No, he should have like a should plastic have a, bag. Well, I was like, you know, he should have, yeah, technically. But I was like, you know, I feel like we need to show him like le- like taking a walk down the street. I don't think it should be a backpack, but I think it should be like an over-the-shoulder duffel bag. But it took us two weeks to come up with that. <laughs> and I knew yeah. when I read the script, I was like, this, back- this bag is going to be a problem. And sure enough, like two weeks later, we're still like, looking at other bags like well what about if it's this bag and I was like I don't care just pick a bag like I'm like I just want someone else to pick the bag I don't want to pick the bag <laughs> but from now on I'm like all right let's just decide right now let's get this over with although I did make a mistake on Marissa Marissa has to wear a, uh, a big um she has she has really big hair and she wanted to wear bows the whole time and I allowed the makeup the, the hairdresser was like I want her to be in a big bow at the end but our friend Anna had made a yeah. hat for her and so then it became I had already told this one to make a hat and this one to make the bow and I couldn't decide and I kind of let Marissa decide but then Anna got upset and it became a thing. Oh no. So I was like, oh, I couldn't decide in that okay. one. I should have made a decision. It's but all right. I, anyway, we have to talk about The Walking Dead because oh yeah, people are, that is just one of those shows that just... It's huge. Holy moly. This I have the, not watched it yet but I need oh, to. Oh wow. So tell me what someone who hasn't seen it needs to know. Oh my gosh. Well, um, this is the last season. I don't know if that's this or this last is like the last third of the last season. <laughs> they split up the last season into three parts. Oh, so this yeah. is the third part of the last season. And basically, um, the show is about the zombie apocalypse. However, the, uh, the zombie apocalypse. The zombie the, apocalypse. Yeah. The, <laughs> the one that we know of. Yeah. The most important of all the zombies. <laughs> of all apocalypse. Yeah. I know there's a lot of different zombie apocalypse <laughs> movies. I know there's. But this is the real one. Yes, of <laughs> the, course. This is the. Okay, yes, got it. It's um, based on a a comic book, graphic novel um, that that one has finished uh, by Robert Kirkman. And um, yeah, it it is that. So if you're into like the horror genre, zombie stuff, it is that. However, I think one reason that a lot of people connected to it besides people who love that kind of stuff is it's very much about like survival and the end of the world and what's important when there is when society has broken down. And I think there's been a lot of shows similar to that where it's sort of like, well, if we don't have any of our systems anymore, if we don't have 
a government that's functioning. Did you watch Revolution? Was it like that at all? Oh, I didn't see See, this that. was a short-lived one, but I did okay. I did kind of get into it. But I feel yeah. like I, sh- I would like The Walking Dead. Like, I feel like it you would, would totally, totally like be it. my thing. It is. Yeah. But I, I do shy away from the zombie stuff because even like... Game of Thrones, when the White Walkers came, I kind of was like, oh, I don't really, I don't know, it yeah. freaks me out. home for you? Maybe. <laughs> Do you, uh, you have a fear of zombies? I mean, my son kind of looks like a Tucker. You've met Tucker. Yeah. He today was in the vocabulary parade and we couldn't come up with a word. He had said donkey, so I got him a donkey costume and then he got mad about that. He's like, I wasn't, I was kidding. That's embarrassing. So he, we made him catastrophe, which mm-hmm. we just took an old tie-dyed t-shirt and cut it up and wrote catastrophe on it in different colors and like put leaves in his hair and stuff. But he, th- <laughs> he thinks he's a zombie today. So, okay. Even though he's catastrophe. Catastrophe. But, <laughs> but I do, I feel like all those things, like I'm a doomsday prepper. Like I love all that yeah. like survival stuff. Yeah. So if you like survival stuff, that's definitely an aspect of it. Cause it's like, well, we don't have, you know, a gas station. Where are we going to get gas yeah, from? Yeah. You know, we don't have, so, you know, you see different seasons where they're like on horses and different, yeah, um, and kind of coming up with solutions when they don't have um, a hospital they don't have but also what happens is these new worlds sort of begin to begin to uh, rise up cr- be created yeah, because kind of evolve still, out of the situation yeah because you still have the people who are like well I've got some food and I've got some power for whatever reason so now I'm helping this group of people trade so, like trade in tradeways or like old school tradeways well they've um, got to make allies to be well allies so, so it's like what big brother is, no, i'm just kidding <laughs> well what happens is the zombies sort of become in the background as kind of this ever-present threat but they're very slow moving they're you know they've figured out ways can to you kill, kill them. them you can kill them by um shooting them or stabbing them in the head you have to get their brain okay. oh okay so um so, so it's yeah. the brain that makes them a zombie Yes. So okay. if anyone dies, everyone's infected with this virus. And if you die, then you will reanimate as a zombie. And then the way to kill the zombie is to is to get them in the brain somehow. When you kill a human, can you keep them from becoming a zombie? Yes, if you shoot them in the head. Oh, okay. So yeah, still, yeah. as long as you take out the brain, you're good. Yes. So okay. when I died... <laughs> Wait, spoiler I, alert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I do die. It's pretty far in, though. I yeah, kind of figured. Yeah, yeah. You'll get, a, you'll get to, like, season five or so, yeah, before. But um, when I died, I got shot in the head. So I oh. never became a zombie. So I do Are feel a little like I never got the full Walking Dead experience. Uh. But by the time... By the time that happened, I kind of didn't want to be a zombie in a way. Yeah. Like, I sort of had been around enough. Like, I remember season two saying to someone, I was like, I want the whole experience if I go down. I want to become a zombie. I want to, like, eat someone. Like, I want to, like, <laughs> I want to have to do all this crazy makeup. And then by the time it got to be my death, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to. I'm going to move on. Yeah, I don't, I don't want. I was, like, so attached to my character by then. I was uh... like. I don't want Beth to be a zombie and I don't want like pictures of her like zombie face and like I don't know I was so yeah protective of her yeah I was weirdly I mean yeah I mean you've played characters for like long periods of time you start to get like weirdly like protective like like, protective yeah Yeah. so I like then I was like no Beth can never be a zombie (laughs) (laughs) so I've never read the comic books and I to be completely honest I know the stories of The Walking Dead because everyone I know watches it but I can't personally watch it or I will never sleep again. Mm. But I love Amanda's very I um, love the story. Sensitive and gentle. And so um had you read the comic books first? I hadn't. I um I read them after I after I got the part. I remember going to walking to Barnes and Noble 
and getting them and sitting there and looking and for yourself. <laughs> yeah, there was no Beth in the comic book. So, but I could kind of like I could read about you know um, my Herschel and Maggie who played my sister and mm. um, and kind of get the the vibe from from some of that. So yeah, I did I did check them out. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So Amanda, I know that I have personally abused my hair from curling it, straightening it, hairspraying it, over processing it with different coloring, bleaching. We've yes. all done damage to our hair over the years. So if you're like me and struggle to have longer, thicker hair after years of damage, then you have to try Vegamore. Vegamore has transformed my hair. Their holistic approach to hair health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker, fuller, and longer looking hair. Yeah, with help from Vegamore, you can get healthy, beautiful-looking hair without the use of harmful chemicals, and all their products are cruelty-free and never contain parabens or hormones. Vegamore has something for everyone looking to improve their hair health. The Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. Just massage the shampoo into your scalp for 60 seconds and then follow up with the conditioner. It's as simple as that. Having Vegamore as my go-to shampoo and conditioner is a game changer for my overall hair health. With Vegamore, there's no risk when trying because they have a 90-day money-back guarantee. But with 91% of customers saying they saw visibly thicker hair with Vegamore in just three months, you won't want to run out. Don't let the damage of the past hold your hair back. See your hair's full potential with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash WWB and use the code WWB to save 20% on your first order. That's Vegamore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash WWB and use our code WWB so you can save 20% at Vegamore dot com slash WWB. Thank you, Vegamore, for supporting What Women Binge. Did you, how was the audition process? Um, that audition was just two auditions. I did one audition for the casting director and then one audition with, um, at the time it was Frank Darabon was the one who created it and was the, and it was like a Skype Oh, really? Yeah, and this was back in the day before that was like a normal yeah. thing. Like, he was just on Skype. Were you and, did you shoot in Atlanta? Um, or where did in Atlanta. Live? Okay, but you were living in L.A. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I was living in New York at the time. Oh, so I didn't move to, move to L.A. till like 2016, 2015, 2016. That's right, because you did a lot of Broadway. Yes. Yeah. So that's where me and Marissa were like, we know we've taken some picture together. Yeah. <laughs> like Must have. Broadway in the park or something. Yeah. Like, like I know she's so familiar to me. It might have just been that same circle of, yeah, I feel like Broadway is such a. It's a small like community this small, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although people even do kind of come in and out, but yeah. Yeah. I, but even just like the Bernie Telsey office, I feel yes. like is such a Everybody like. Everybody knows Bernie in New York. Yeah. He's, he's one of the casting directors one, in New York who like does mm, everything. Yeah. See. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah. Stay at home mom. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama beauty pageant uh, uh, weather girl. That's right. Yes. You don't You don't know Bernie Telsey, but. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. They will bring you up there. I can't tap dance, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. I, I could smile pretty. I can sort of tap dance, although I look like a cow when I do it. But. Uh, <laughs> um, wait, so if there were, like, what are the, like, top questions you get from Walking Dead fans? Like, what's the one thing everybody wants to know? Um, like I always find, I always get, are you going to do a reboot? That's always my go-to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sabrina. Or does the cat really talk? And I'm like, dude, what do you <laughs> think? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> yes, we found do one cats... cat in the world that talks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, uh, 
I don't know if I want to be honest about it because I'm just like, oh God, I don't. But like, but people always, it's always like, how's it working with Norman Reedus? I mean, Norman is like such a fan favorite and he is such a, a great actor to work with. So that's like something about him is always one of the first, yeah. the first questions. Um, and we had like an episode where we were like a, we were like a team. So people kind of like see us as like this, or at that time, it was like we were seen as like this unit. So I get asked about him a lot. Um, and then I get a lot of just the comment, like, I cried when you died. Like, it started oh. to become a um, thing. Whenever I've been on tour with my band, they started doing, you know, if I'm at the merch table, people come up and they'll be like, oh, my God, I cried when you died. And so it became like this tally thing. of like, <laughs> How many people are going to make a shirt called I, I cried when you died? We should have. We really should. We should have. Because, or I shouldn't. Maybe I still should because it's still the, probably the top thing. Yeah. The next album. I cried says, when Beth died. Yeah. Or like yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, I think, um, yeah, there's such a, yeah, that's like the main thing. Um, are you going to come back, you know, as like a something? Not are a you? zombie, but a ghost. Are you in the yeah. three-parter ending? Um, I don't think so. No. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, I do want to see you as a zombie now. Yeah, that I mean, be no, hard I would. to play I, a zombie. Yeah, but I think, you know, it's all about the makeup. So I don't know. <laughs> Drag your foot. You just kind of. Yeah, there's. I guess there's some zombie school the main ones go to. Or... I did see something on TikTok. <laughs> I think there was, an, there was an audition process where yeah. there's like three cast just kind of standing like... there and there's all people walking around doing zombie stuff. Yeah. I think it was that you audition. You gotta like drop your jaw and look out the top yeah. of your eyes. Yeah, because you can't move too fast and it's sort of like, it's a very uh, <laughs> yeah, specific kind of zombie that's on Walking Dead. So. <laughs> that is so funny. So they're all the same. All the zombies move kind of the same. Like it's yes. All very yes, it's kind of just uniform. like a a um, dragging of the feet, like almost like you're sleepwalking. Yeah. And usually one head is sort of like, because the idea is that like the body is still dead. It's just sort of like the brain is like, you're dragging it, it along. You're dragging your body along and like um, searching for food. I like it. The only zombie thing I think I've really watched, and I don't even know if they're zombies, it's Maze Runner. They're infected. I think oh. it's sort of a, an idea of that. Like, yeah. They're infected and they, when they scratch, they, Infect others. Oh, I see. But it's yeah, it's something. Why to do don't with. I remember that movie? Uh, Maze Runner is crazy. You're you, you I can't, probably you can't tell them. No, you cannot watch it. Not yet. Maybe when Rikers. <laughs> you don't watch bit any scary. So no, I my brain like you could tell me a story and my brain would just animate it to the extreme. Okay. So if I see it, then my brain is just like, <gasps> yeah. and just takes it so far that I will dream about it for the next year. Yeah. So I I just avoid. Yeah, you're not movies. ready for Maze Runner. That's for sure. I've Walking definitely Dead, I don't know. more. I want to watch it, especially with, I wonder if Tucker would like it. Is it too, he likes Stranger uh, Things. Is how it, old is he? He's nine, but he loves, Stranger Things is like his favorite. He might like it. I feel like season, there's some really scary, sad moments. Because that's the thing is it is very, as much as it's like, kind of like horror genre, it's, it's very like humanity and what kind of choices uh, you, you make. And like, there is a one point where he like kills a, zombie kid and like you know there's like some kind of intense I would say maybe wait like a couple more years okay. although you know at conventions I'll meet like these little, little kids. kids so yeah. I think it depends on his if he likes Stranger I feel like it's a little scary but I think the thing with Stranger Things it's a little things, darker I was like, literally thinking about this this morning like what else can I show him that's like Stranger Things but appropriate and I was thinking about The Walking Dead but 
I think what he likes about Stranger Things is those kids are about, supposed to be about his age. Mm-hmm. So he likes yeah. that they're like riding their bikes and playing Dungeons and Dragons and like right. doing things that he technically does, but then with this element of like having to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there I is know. like Carl and he gets some of his own like episodes and he's like a younger kid. All right. So maybe we'll watch. We, we yeah. might check it out. We might check I out would... a few. See how I mean. Maybe you watch it first. Maybe you watch some of it first. I would say up until there's a part in season. I think it's season three or season. I would say like you can watch it up until a certain point, and then it does get a little too bloody. Like even me watching it, I was like, "Dang, okay." Like they're really go. (laughs) Not that they weren't going for it in season one, season two, but I feel like it's a little more like humanity scary, not just like straight up like blood slitting through. You know. Okay. And then you get to like I think it's like season three or season four, I remember one specific episode where I was like, okay, now it's it's really a horror genre. Like, the, do you watch Game of Thrones? Did you watch Game of Thrones? I only watched the first four episodes. Oh. Because I, I don't know why, but when they pushed that, I think that might have even been the first episode where they pushed the person out of the... Yes, it's the very first I one. I think <laughs> the little it boy. was the first one. I remember that, and I was like, and I nope. kept watching it because I was like kind of watching <laughs> and the incest with my friend. In the first, that's, they pushed yeah. him out the window because of the incest. Yeah. Yeah, and I... Um, I think I was like not right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I I was gonna say you just reminded me when you said like in a few seasons there's a few episodes like in Game of Thrones it's like the Red Wedding or the Battle of the Bastards. There's like these episodes that everyone warned me about when I was watching it through for the first time, and you know once you see it you're like oh that episode yes okay yeah like the Red Wedding is just are you like a horror fan. You know what? Um, when I was a kid, I was. I watched, and it, it's surprising to me because I do feel like I'm a very sensitive person to like violence. Mm-hmm. But I never liked as a kid. I never liked like Band of Brothers or Saving Private Ryan. Like when my dad would watch mm-hmm. those shows, I can't couldn't handle that. But I used to love like, uh, like um. Like Scream, I Know What You Did Last yeah. Summer. Like, I loved... Like uh, slasher films. Yeah, but where there was some it sort of, like... It felt funny. like more like this weird, like... But, like... Like, it almost felt like a not reality. Right. More of, like... Or what was the one with... Uh, I keep wanting to say Edward Scissorhands. What's the one with... Uh, Robert England is the... Oh, Freddie? Freddie. Um, I used to rent Nightmare those in the Street. summer. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. I used to rent those in the summer and watch them with my friends at yeah. their house, like just in the middle of the afternoon. Well, those were like the classic horror films that I feel like oh, we yeah. all watched. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a go-to at sleepovers eight, when I was little, yeah, but like we I don't, children. I won't watch it now. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we could just. It wasn't reality to us. Yeah. As long as it was a sleepover and everyone was together, I feel like I could never watch those things by myself. But like, yeah, I always had a lot of siblings around me, too. So we could watch it together and then all like, yeah. at night, freak each other out, you know, and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And I used to like, are you afraid of the dark? Oh, um, I was on oh. one of those. You were? <laughs> yeah. I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. And um, I do remember it was Snick. So I remember like Clarissa yeah. sometimes was on there. It just came and... back, actually. Are You Afraid of the Dark just came back. <gasps> we haven't oh. watched it yet. We need to watch yeah, it. I know. Anyone. But yeah, that's what I should show Tucker. That's appropriate. That's actually yeah. so. And Midnight Society. I yeah. I love the Goosebumps that movies. Yes. that were like oh, Goosebumps in the show we loved. when yeah. we were kids. Yeah, I you mean, know what? I, I would love those. The books too. The Goosebumps yeah. oh. books and the those. So that I used to love. But then, like, yeah, as an adult, or maybe like our news is just really scary right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like. You're like realizing like droughts of blood that could actually happen. Probably zombie apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse is probably coming soon. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we have to ask you, what are you into? Like, what do you watch? What do you like get all caught up in? Yeah. I mean, I have my more like 
recently I did binge um, the rehearsal, which it's only like six or so episodes. And it's a it's nonfiction. It's like reality. But basically, it's this guy, Nathan. He had a show called Nathan for You, I think. I think it's what it's called. Anyway, he had a show before this. He's a comedian. But the concept of the show is um, I'm going to help people when if they have something big coming up, like a conversation with their sister that's really important or kind of scary or about, you know, whatever. I'm going to rehearse it with them. And I'm going to set up the exact circumstances, but to the extreme. Like the first episode is him setting up this conversation for this guy and it's supposed to be at this bar and and he's like, well, I'll probably have the conversation at this bar. So he recreates a whole bar. Like it gets a little bit silly, right? It gets like, like he has this whole sound stage where he's built this like fake bar and he hires actors and he hires actors to play the woman that gonna talk to it just gets very yes so that's like is it the, goofy or is it like sad or it feels goofy at first it feels like this guy has a lot of money and he's just recreating and hiring these actors and it's like and the, the actor will even like pretend to be someone to get to know the real person so that she acts it right oh my gosh so like these that's really elaborate. intense yeah, yeah elaborate rehearsals so the first episode like sets that up but then in like the second and third episode it starts to get a little like weirder and um he it starts out with him trying to help this woman i know i'm going really deep into this but i was i was like deep into the show and she to help this woman rehearse what it would be like to be a parent oh wow and that one starts and then he decides he would also like to rehearse to be a parent and then he starts to, when he has issues with the woman he starts to be like i need to rehearse my conversation i'm going to have with her so you start having these multiple rehearsals oh. to then be ready for the rehearsal and it starts to just and then he's also rehearsing with these kids who are actors so child actors and one of the child actors becomes really attached to him and like it it's like meta or something it's very it? and it starts to just get like a little bit like weirder and weirder and weirder and Do they you start to wonder which is he? Is this all a joke, or is this? Did they show the actual payoff? Did they show the actual conversation that he's rehearsed that they rehearse? They do in like the first episode, so okay. it's almost like they're trying to set you up. Like this is what the show is, oh. but then the second one, it's like it doesn't go as planned. You know, it starts like, and it becomes a much longer. So weird. Thing. And what is sometimes this, on? this is on HBO Max. Okay, it's so it sounds yeah. like it's so interesting when you get caught up in it. And it's like just. Would you say it's scripted or non-scripted? Non-scripted, but there's lots of actors involved to play okay. these people. So you're watching sometimes these. I can't believe I haven't heard of this. No, bizarre. This is the first I've and ever heard. And he'll of it. go to the extreme of like, oh, you planted a garden, and then, and then he'll have people at night come in and like put in vegetables into the garden so that then they can pick them. Like they're very elaborate. Wow. Elaborate fake world kind of thing. I wonder if the budget was on something like that. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Wild. But it goes into a lot of like cool conversations too. Like the woman is um, Christian and he's Jewish. So at one point he's like, oh, but I need to say maybe we can also raise our kid Jewish too or Christian. You know, so it gets into some really cool like conversations about that because then she also makes points about like, well, no, I wouldn't do that because blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, like so it's just... Yeah. It's fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> like, if you like that, that kind of stuff. That one's going on the list. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, and you can definitely, like, I think it's Is only it stressful? Six, 
Only at the end. Because you get okay. a little like, I want this to follow through. And right. you'll see. And this, in the, I mean, do you remember how many we could talk? It is? is it like, I think eight, it's ten? like six or oh, seven. Okay. It's, it's short, but there's supposed to be a second season and they kind of leave it oh. a little unsatisfying. So that's my only. I hate that. And the last. I love it and I hate it. It gets a little weird where you're like, is this okay to be doing this? Like it gets a little bit off. All right. I feel. All right. I'm I'm but, I'm hooked. You got me. <laughs> yeah. Watching so, the rehearsal. Yeah. Cool. What about have you seen has any have either of you seen Surface? The show Surface, Surface. on Apple TV? No. I don't know. I saw an ad for it the other day and I just got fascinated with that. And there there's a few there's a few Apple shows. I never really wanted to watch an Apple show other than like Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden oh, yeah. there's a few on there that I just started looking at the trailers and I'm like, I just added them all to a list. I'm like, all right, I gotta start watching these. I just feel like I'm so back far behind. To the land of being able to watch things again. The kids are back in school. Oh, I know. You know, about to be nighttime going to at bed a normal at a hour. Time. Yeah, <laughs> my kids have been like, "It's summertime, up all night eating cookies," <laughs> and I'm like, you know, and I was just like too tired to fight them. But now it's like, all right, in bed structure. Here we go. Mark and I were in bed at like nine thirty last night trying to finish up Lost. I'm still, oh. I've been watching Lost all year. Wow. These network shows that actually. Were so long and the seasons were so long. I am having the hardest time getting through. I mean, yeah. I love it. I love it, but it's like it just it took it like literally took me a whole year to watch the show. Right, I and it's like twenty four. Is it like one of those shows where it's twenty four? Twenty four episodes. I remember Each watching like forty five minutes. Yeah. yeah, so it's a lot. And then my husband he falls asleep before me. But last night I was like, you know, just holding the eyes open, like I gotta watch it. I gotta get through this. Well, you were talking about Apple shows, and we tried to watch one called Loot. Oh, yeah, I wanted to watch that one. Okay, so no? what's her name? She used to be on SNL. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, it's... Maya um, Rudolph. Yeah. Beautiful in it. She plays a billionaire heiress. It's basically Bezos' wife, right? Like Basically. Who, yeah. And so she's this married to some billionaire. They end up separating, and it's her trying to find, like, fulfillment in mm -hmm. life after this, but she doesn't really have an anchor to reality. Oh, it didn't. It, they didn't launch it like that. Well, I mean, it's her looking for that. So yeah. you're just kind of watching her be she, like. She figures out she has a foundation. Like she gets divorced with billions of dollars, like eighty-seven billion dollars oh, yeah. or something. Oh. And so and there's she a foundation. She finds out she has a foundation, so she goes to run it, mm -hmm. right? And then yeah. she, but she just kind of. So I haven't is seen clueless it, as to what they actually do and how to actually help these people, other than financing. But she has a good heart. She has a good heart. She's just shallow. Yes. Very. I think the whole thing is what I think they're trying to do is they're trying to ca they're trying to figure out what the Ted Lasso recipe is, right? Well, this isn't it. Right. Now, this is not. See, they're trying to do like uh, good, heartwarming but funny. Yes, and it just we watched two or three episodes so far. Really? And I really like the first one. I was like, okay, I like this. This is a good print. You know, we're we're going somewhere with this. And the second one, I'm like, oh, they did a good pilot and then they busted it. <sighs> well, and she, it's just so unrelatable to most people. Yeah. And you don't necessarily, like, you're supposed to feel kind of sympathetic for her. But you can't. But at the end of the day, she's in, like, this room surrounded by Birkin bags. And oh, and eating, all her like, candy. I saw, like, a candy oh, room. Oh, the candy room. Yeah. She has a candy room where she goes to cry. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I would she love to have Molly. a candy she's room. She's just fine. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, if I was in her position, I might have one, too. A candy but room. But. It would cause so many problems. I wouldn't for me. expect anyone to feel sorry for me while yeah. I cried in a puddle in my candy. Oh room. my god! <laughs> so that one was hard, and but um, and my husband is obsessed with Mythic Quest. Oh yeah, that's funny, right? That's a uh, what is it's that? It's funny. It's another Apple show. Okay, is that that's uh is that Rob um, McKellany, um 
is how you say it? Uh, uh, or is it, it's one of the guys from uh, Always, Always Sunny. Sunny. Yeah, it's him. And I, it's fine. It's McElhaney. funny. It's nice cute. It's like nerd humor, which is right up his alley. Yeah. Um, I know. I feel like I would like that one, too. It's like they work at a video gaming Yes, it just moves place. very slowly, in my uh, opinion. Yeah, I did try to watch the first one, and I had a hard time like Logan would it, disagree. It he thinks it's the greatest show made in a long time. He loves geek culture. He loves geek culture. Yeah, that's his thing. So I had a really fun idea. Yeah. You know how we're selling merch now? Yes, we are, guys. Check it out. Wellwomenbinge.com. You can check out our merch. So I, I got you something. You did? Here it is. Oh, it's a hoodie. I like your hoodie. I like your hoodie hoodie. I like your hoodie. <laughs> it's going to be a community of people. I like your hoodie hoodies. So Aww. now when we see our fellow hoodie wearing, our what fellow bingers. Binge listening, bit, yeah. <gasps> our bingers. 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 We have a fan club now? We have bingers, I guess. Do we have bingers, guys? Get, I mean, we need a little review out there. Go on our podcast and review us and tell us if you think bingers is the right name for peeps out there. And while you're doing it, go to whatwomenbinge.com, go shopping, and get your I Like Your Hoodie hoodie. Yes, everyone needs an I Like Your Hoodie hoodie because then when you're on the street, you'll say, I like your hoodie hoodie. There you go. <laughs> You know what I want to do, Amanda? What? I want to have better gut health. Don't we all? Like, as we get older, gut health is so important. Regularity. Yes, all that stuff. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> it just makes life so much better, right? Yes. You know what you can use for good gut health? Well, I assume you're going to say AG1. AG1. You Girl, knew we it. are living that AG1 life. You knew it. One scoop of delicious AG1. You just put it in your water. You get your veggie drink. You get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. Start your day right. And the special blend of ingredients supports your gut health. But also your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging. I want all that. All the things. All the things. I love it so much. It's been pretty great. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, and it's still, it tastes really good. And that's what's so shocking, because these green drinks typically do not taste good. Oh, and this one does. AG1 is delicious. And I love that the founder, he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. And the coolest thing for me is that this subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D. And it's so important, especially in those winter months for everyone. Yeah, vitamin people D, that don't get enough sunlight. You don't get enough sunlight, and it really, vitamin D. really helps. That's a big part for me. So right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements just to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash WWB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash WWB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And guys, if you support our sponsors, then our sponsors keep supporting us and we can keep putting out what women binge. Should we ask her some of our questions? Yeah, absolutely, we should. Guys, I don't have my glasses on. Uh-oh. I'm just getting old. All right, we ask everybody these questions. So oh, Okay. It, no, but no pressure. Okay. <laughs> Um, if you could live life as any character in any book, show, or movie, who would it be? Okay, I wouldn't like to live... Okay, can I pick... Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> can do whatever you yeah. want. If you want multiple, no. you can pick multiple. Um, sorry, this is... I. I Should we come back to it? Wait, let's come back to it. Well, you know what I immediately think of is, like, I think of, like, weird, interesting lives that I'm like, it'd be fun to like live like that because I can't. Have yeah, you ever read that yeah. book, um, My Year of Rest and Relaxation? No. The main character is just the most 
is just the weirdest, most awful person, but you like can't put the book down. And I've always thought it'd be a cool movie, but like there's something about like sometimes I'm like there's something about that that I was like I'd like to like experience yeah. <laughs> this like way of living or something. She's just kind of um she works at this like art studio and basically it's about her falling asleep and I just want a lot of rest. Yes. No, that's right. I would like to sleep after, through after my life. our movie. I get it. I get no, it. No, no. Um, I don't know why that came to mind, but that's where it came to yeah. mind. I don't right. know if I... But like you said, that's true. Like wanting to like live in different experiences. Like, yeah, too, yeah. Too is an interesting like, way to go. Like exploring a different... Ooh, she should read Addie LaRue. Oh, Addie She's LaRue. obsessed with this book called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue and she Are gets to live reader? lots of lives. Yeah. I, oh, it is so good. <laughs> it is so so good. All right, cool. And then after you read it, listen to our our book club episode okay. where we talk about it quite a bit extensively. It's, it's a long read, but okay. it's it is the audiobook's great too. I actually, I think yeah. I did it at double time just to get through it because it's yeah. long. But it's, yeah, it's like a sixteen it, it, hour. It's a little sl- not slow. The beginning's great. In the middle, you're kind of like okay, like it's re- it's almost repeating. Yeah, but it really pays off well. Oh, nice. definitely so well. highly recommended. Um, if you were to pick a genre to describe your life, what would it be? Um, (laughs) (laughs) adventure, romance, no, I know. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe like, um, I want to say, uh, coming of age. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's that's a good constantly. Yeah, I feel like even as I get older, I'm sort of like, oh, now this is a new, (laughs) this is a new chapter. Now I'm really, you know, (laughs) blossoming. Yeah, coming of age, different different like chapters of of that. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> um, if you could choose any actor or actress to play you in your life story, who would you pick? Well, I kept calling her. I kept calling you Candace on I set. I know it seems like she should Candace play me. King, but you guys are the same age, <laughs> like exactly the same age. Yeah, and then someone was saying like crazy. we even have tattoos at the exact same place. Uh, That's kind of strange, that, actually. Yeah, you guys do favor each other. They are they're very similar in a lot of ways. Lots, yeah. Um, it freaked me out. Is, a she, bit. is she into music and stuff too? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, she lives here. <laughs> yeah, she can sing. She's, she, yeah. can, she, she was married to a musician. Yeah, but, so it seems, um, like, seems like she should play me. I know. Or like I think of um, McKenna Grace. Mm. Yeah. McKenna, I just love McKenna. I do too. She's just a That little thing. See, I see like a. Well, she's way older than you, but like Kate Blanchett, like yeah, I love that. Yeah, but you gotta find, but you gotta like find like Claire Danes. Oh my God, Claire Danes, yeah, would be great. I actually, yeah, I loved um, my so-called life. Like, and when I was an, a kid and like wanting to be an actor, I remember like loving her performance in my so-called life. And you know how there was all these like yes. stops and be like, like how she would talk made me feel. I don't know, scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I talked like that, but I just the way that she'd like think before she talked about things or like even Dawson's Creek didn't really do it, but they did a similar thing where they sort of analyzed the moves that they were making before yeah. they'd make them. And I think that I really liked that. But yeah, I love Oh Claire Michelle Dames. Williams. <gasps> Michelle Williams is so good too. Yeah. Yeah. Um in your opinion, what's the best TV theme song? Um um, DuckTales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually recorded that as a kid because I was really into, yeah, just acting out things I saw on TV. 
So I would record DuckTales, memorize it, and then perform it. Oh, so wow. I feel like that was one that— In front of the family, like Thanksgiving yeah, Day? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I liked Step by Step. Oh, oh yeah. was yeah. a good one. I don't know that one. Step by Step, day by day. day. Yeah. Na, na, and then Full House, na, 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 of course. You guys had the same age. You guys were <laughs> nine years younger than me. So <laughs> that show was a little—well, I think it was on when I was on <laughs> TV, so I never watched TV back then. I can't remember all the— Something better the second time around. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's the hardest part of your job? Um, Night shoots in the rain, waiting for lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hardest part is, I mean, this is probably true for a lot of jobs, but like there are aspects that you have to, like you can't control, like you can't shape or control. Like it goes a lot on faith and trust like you probably know this like as far as like ooh, what's the next thing you want to do and you have some choice but you also it it's collaborative I mean it has to fit into someone's bigger picture yeah. so no matter how much you try to shape you kind of have to just go with the flow yeah. yeah in some ways though that can be also like um it can also teach you though things about I guess, ego and trying to control. Yeah. So it also can teach you a lot, I think, about just being like about trust. Well, I think the thing with actors, musicians, artists in general is um, you get really good at rejection. Yes. So the ones that stick it out are the ones that are good at rejection, accepting yes. rejection. And I've even said that now at this point, like, like now, even if I'm like saying, hey, I'd like to do this or do you want to, it's like, I don't really, what are you going to say, no? <laughs> like, yeah. like, what's the word? I like, can take it. Come like on. Like, if I talk to other people and I'm like, oh, just go for it. Do this. It's like, oh, well, you know, like the idea of like someone being like, um, no, is sort of like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. right, next yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Not that it doesn't Moving still, on. not that it doesn't still like affect me in a really, um, especially if it's like a project I really wanted or certain things, something right? like yeah. certain things, it still really affects me, but I guess the idea that 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 no has something to do with my actual worth. You kind like, of just like flip the track like the way like a train will be on one track. Yes. And you like and they pull that handle or whatever that lever and like it literally you change tracks like. Yeah. You're sort of like, OK, new direction. <laughs> yeah. And you get you get good at it, but it does sometimes still probably certain things. Do, sting. Certain things still or like, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I'll still have my moments where I'm like. Okay, I'm just gonna be sad about that one for a while. So, what's one that what's what's something that stung, that sticks with you? Um, hmm. I don't know. Maybe now I've let them all go. <laughs> That's <laughs> maybe. Good. Yeah. Don't, don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, I think during the pandemic was probably. The hardest. I also, I would say splitting from one of my managers, my very first acting manager was one that kind of was was a hard one for me. Um, Because that's kind of something that y'all, all actors. It feels very like personal. Yeah. Yeah. So that one. It's like a breakup. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, I'm like. But I remember that one affected me for yeah. for a while because it's like it is like so personal, but yet at the same time it's business. It's yeah, later, you know yeah. what? I, like I don't like it's hard because art like making this stuff 
becomes personal. However, it is still a business. So when things aren't working, you move on or when things, you know, and um, that one was was hard. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a favorite joke? Favorite it seems show. to be a hard one, though, I think. I <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, gosh. I don't know if we've got the joke yet. Hard <laughs> Rita, Rita said with the joke that I think Rita was like, yeah, but not, none I can She's say like, I here or say something. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my boyfriend does this one, and he keeps doing it and, like, keeps thinking that. But it's like, um, it's like you subtly say, like, like oh, did you hear about um, the CDC just tweeted that, like, you know, there's going to be um, the new but for virus is like causing a lot of problems or whatever, right? So then someone says the what, and you say the but for virus, but for, and then you get the person to say what's a but for. <laughs> <laughs> That's my not your actual. So he like constantly does this joke, but in different forms. So he's right. ten. <laughs> so like you could say the tweet about the CDC or you could just be like, oh, that butt for is annoying me or that oh, yeah. whatever. What's a butt just for? whatever you can do to get the person to say, what's a butt for? So now I'm just like, I just like, what's a butt for? You, know? <laughs> you just go straight to <laughs> yeah, it. Like, That's my Tucker's decided all these different ways to get someone to say these balls. So I <laughs> this is like what my nine year old does now. And everything he says, whenever he says a joke, now I just go these balls. Are we talking about these <laughs> nuts or these balls? Right? Yeah. yeah. Without telling me you have teenage brothers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? My 16-year-old would never make nut jokes, but my nine-year-old sure will. Yeah. So. <laughs> Different personalities. Um, what movie show or channel do you turn on just to tune out? Um, yeah, either probably like the Bravo shows. Like oh, really? I will totally watch like I don't really get into the housewives, but the like the summer housewives. <laughs> I mean, I hate to admit it. But I can just turn it on and it's just sort of like it's brainless. Wait, is this it's, what Love Island? My it turns out my six year old's really into Love Island. He's been watching oh. it with my babysitter. It's not. Have you seen Lo- this one? I'm confused about it. It's not Love Island. It's called Summer House. But then now they have like Winter House. Love <laughs> <laughs> Spring House. And it's and literally house. just like these people that live in New York and they hang out on the weekend in their summer house in the Hamptons. <laughs> in right? the Hamptons, yeah. And so it's not they just- get in fights and they like. It's they have cool outfits. The real sometimes, world, you know, <laughs> it's the real world, but like a little bit, but like Kardashian, but a little version. more, yeah, like it's um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's bougie real world. It's like a bougie, bougie real, real world. world. Real I like world. it. Yeah. Um, if if this week was a book title, what would it be? <laughs> um, uh, book title. <laughs> uh, Amanda, what would yours be this week? You wrote this question, so I want to know what you what what would your weekly book title? What would this week's? Book I'm out be? of hot glue. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> this vocabulary parade I was talking about. This one made three like homemade costumes for her three kids in like the most amazing way. One is a, a clam that opens and shuts. Wow. One's a mountain, and one's something I don't it's even tardigrade. Tardigrade, which we found out this morning is apparently the world's strongest animal. It's a microscopic water animal. And her son wanted to be a tardigrade, so she had to make that costume for him this but morning. It's not even Halloween yet. It kind of looks like a turd with eight hands. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and a weird-looking mouth on its head. Like a manatee. What made him even know? Was it like they studied it in science class or something? I, I told him about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's obsessed it's with little cute, fault. ugly animals. I, she thinks so they're cute. cute. I think they're ugly. She but loves they're called all water ugly bears. Things. It's kind of like, okay, if a gummy bear was stuck on top of a gummy bear and it lived in the water with a manatee face. <laughs> 
That's kind of what it looks it's like. Gross. I'm sorry. Those are all gross things except gummy bears. This is weird. <laughs> but that's what he wanted to be. It's it's brilliant. Or, and yeah, she like a bad guy from Stranger Things. That's okay. it looks like it could come out of the upside down. Yes, it does. <laughs> it really does. But that's what so, she so she You've built these building. costumes this week, so that's why her yes. book would be. So I'm out of pocket. Wow. I'm out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I've just been like after the movie resting this week. So something about resting in Nashville, Nashville chilling. Was that the Brentwood said? Oh, yeah. year of rest. <laughs> year of yeah, my, we're back to the book. My year of rest and uh, relaxation. Week of rest. My week of rest, rest and relaxation. Yeah. I like it. That's hard to say. My by week the way. of rest. Friday day is over. <laughs> uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? Um, I like anything Journey. So like, uh, yes. when the lights go down in the city, what's, I don't even know what the name of that song is. I think that one's a good one. Or like Britney Spears. I feel like oh, always. Yeah. Oh, I bet you can rock that. Like which Britney Spears? Like, like Toxic? Are we talking um, about like earlier? Like Lucky. Maybe. I feel oh, like. Oh, that's such a good one. Okay. I've never even thought about it. Actually, you know what? I was listening to your music. It's so great. Um, and it, well, first of all, uh, be good. Is that yes? That one reminded me a lot of like Mazzy Star. Do you know who Mazzy? Oh Star yeah, is? that makes me happy because when I when I was doing that album, I was like sending Mazzy Star really? stuff to my producer at the time. I loved yeah. I loved it, and it, it totally was like this is Mazzy Star. And then I was like, no, this is Emily. Um, and then I was listening to Birthday Cake on the way here, and it uh, there was a line about share my life, share my name. Is that is that Birthday yeah. Cake? Yeah. The, I loved that um, sentiment of like. Share, share the, share, share a name, right? Yeah. And I was like, I never thought about it that way. We always say we, we take his name. But yeah. I never thought about it as like share. We're sharing our name. name. And I was yeah. like, well, I'm going to write that in his next love letter, but I have to give you credit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Looking at it as, you're right. Like, like, oh, no, we're just sharing everything. Not yeah. like taking. I was, I love yeah. those lyrics. Those were great. And oh, your voice you. is beautiful. I had no idea. Thank you. But yeah, so your karaoke, so. I could hear you singing Lucky, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Although I think I'd like to hear a little Hit Me one more time. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> um, what's a, show, a line from a show, movie, book, or some your favorite line that you'll never forget that like goes with you everywhere? Um, oh, my goodness. There's so many, but I one of my favorite movies is True Romance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I just love, like... You know, the opening of the, like, you're so cool. And then, like, I love when she's on the rooftop and, like, yelling at um, Christian Slater. Like, I'm not a, uh, what is that? I don't know why that stick with me. but <laughs> <laughs> I guess, like, that movie's just as I forgot about as, that movie. Yeah, it's so good. What is um, she yelling off the roof? Um, she's yelling, like, she's like, I'm not a, um, you know, I'm not a hooker. I'm a call girl. Oh. And there's a difference. And then she's basically, like. I'm going to tell you something and, you know, you can tell me to go back. I'm not saying the right lines, but you can you can tell me to go back to wherever. But basically she says like that she loves him. And it's this whole like really beautiful speech on the rooftop about how like, you know, I never met anyone who liked the same shows as me. Blah, blah, blah. Or he says back to her like, oh, I never met. I never met a girl who liked the same shows as me. And like I forgot about that movie. It's so it's good. It's so good. It's Quentin Tarantino, like, isn't it? Yeah. I love yeah. him. That's I love a good all his one. stuff. Yeah, I'm a big Tarantino fan. All right, well, you want to do some this or that? Show thing. Do it. All right. These are easier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hero or villain? Uh, hero. It's just like what we prefer? Yeah. Hero. Plans or surprises? 
plans? Caffeine or alcohol? Caffeine. <laughs> that was quick. Chocolate yeah. or fruity? Chocolate. Dress up or keep it casual? Dress up. <laughs> Introvert or extrovert? Introvert. Fizzy or flat? Flat. Morning or night owl? Morning. <laughs> Righty or lefty? Righty, but I'm a slightly ambidextrous. So sometimes I do things with my left hand. And people are like, aren't that you right-handed? So that's super cool. My my but, son is too. Like I what? Like really like guitar neat. or something? Like what do you do less? Yeah, literally. Like, even when I was learning the, like when I was little, I did used to write with both hands. But then when we learned cursive in third grade, I had to pick right. So then I became more right-handed. But sometimes. Yeah, I'll find um, that your left like is even, more dominant. Yeah, because like even when I was learning the sign language, oh yeah, they were like, oh, you're using your left hand to do right. But that's okay if that's your dominant. And I'd be like, yeah, oh that's well, right. they kept feels asking more, you that. Yeah, it feels more natural to go this way. So there's obviously some like, yeah, yeah that's interesting. Cool. I remember them saying that. All right, staycation or vacation? I want to say staycation, but after the last two and a half, three years. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I thought I was a staycation person because I love just the world has changed. It's okay for yeah. You yeah. So now maybe I want the thing you can't have as easy or yeah. it doesn't seem yeah yeah that I took for sense. granted or see the world. Well, um, we just got to check your phone and see um if you're more my kind of person or Amanda's <laughs> okay. kind of person. Oh God, I don't even know. Where I think we're at I'm right now. I think I'm really good, you guys. Oh, it went up a little bit since we've been here. Oh, wait, what are we looking at? Uh, how many email unread emails do you have? Oh, no. <laughs> but this is stuff that's... My unread emails are 2,328. Uh, <laughs> she's Team Amanda. Is we, that how... We have the same manager. Are a lot of them from him? <laughs> <laughs> and then my unread what texts is your te are 106. Oh, no, yeah. she's Team Candace. They're more alike than we even thought. Yeah. But I do feel like <laughs> this is stuff that I didn't need to answer. Is it stuff you need to unsubscribe from? Probably. <laughs> okay. Probably. So, and, yeah. I'm at 8,850 oh. currently. I'm at 61, but I was at, like, 48 this morning, you guys. I was really proud I was under, I was under 50. But my texts are right only now. at 3. So te see, good. mine are at 8. How many missed calls? But I have, do you have seventeen banned notices. We have this thing called Band, which is the weirdest name for something. But it's like, it's like a school app, and so it's like where all my kids' football stuff goes, and some of their school stuff goes. And I have seventeen freaking messages on Band. What about your missed calls? <laughs> I just missed one while we were sitting here. I think it's my kid's dentist. I'm at. <laughs> I've won. One hundred and eighty-four. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't tell me you're on top of stuff if you have hundred and eighty-four calls you did not take. See, I don't have any. I just. I don't have any. Text me. Any. Give me that. <laughs> you don't have any. What? I don't have any. Is it missed calls? Like, like I don't have any calls in the last. I know, yeah, she's got. Holy what? cow! I don't even understand, Amanda. Maybe it's voicemails. Is it voicemails? Yes. Oh, see, I'm good about cleaning up my. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even understand. Well, uh, yeah. A lot of them are the same place. Maybe just delete those. But, like, I, I don't even understand. No. I, like, I don't even have any missed phone messages that I've... Oh, no, I can't. She makes me crazy. <laughs> I wish I could just start over. I don't... I know, right? I've thought about it. Like, just delete my email address and just see who finds me. Logan yeah. and I have gone back and forth I, about changing our, our phone numbers. We've had the same phone numbers for, like... Do you know what's so easy years. to do? Like, at least in the iPhone. Like, I have... I had to change it a few years ago because mine accidentally ended up on my Instagram page. And I started oh, getting like WhatsApps and FaceTimes and, and text messages. It was bad. And I was about to start directing a movie and I needed to like 
be able to focus and not worry if I was missing an important phone call or if it was a random fan. So I had to change it, but I was really nervous. And I laid in bed at night. And it's super easy, actually. You just, like, go into – there's some setting – and you go in and you, like, pick your area code. Then you pick your three digits. Then you pick your four digits. And, like, you literally get to pick the number all along. And I didn't know because I kept stopping at every level thinking the next level will mean I'm, I've got a new number. But I got to basically pick my phone number. And, like, uh-huh. and you get to, like, I got to pick the day that it would go into action. So I had, like, two weeks to kind of stop to tell everybody the new number. It's kind of nice, actually. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's a little freeing. Say, I picked, like, random area code. I'm, like, now yeah. from, like, Saskatchewan or something. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Well, we, you've got to put a secret in our jar, but thank you for oh, being here. Thanks for having me. It was really so fun. fun. I've loved getting yeah. to be here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, before we go, though, y'all tell everybody where to find Santa Boot Camp. Santa Boot Camp. You go ahead. Oh, um, I'm not sure. Lifetime. Lifetime. <laughs> no, it's like, where, where I don't know. Director, playing? Director, direct I don't... me. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Lifetime around Christmas. Lifetime around. <laughs> Actually, I think it'll be one of theirs that they put out around Thanksgiving, so it'll be early. Oh, I don't nice. know if it'll be like. Usually they start them like the Thursday or the uh, Tuesday before Thanksgiving and they go through like Thanksgiving weekend. I think it'll be somewhere in there. Awesome. So, yeah, it'll be soon. We're trying to turn it. I actually just when we were looking at our emails, I'm like, oh, I've got a new cut of the epi- uh, I've got to go edit nice. the movie. Um, but, yeah, then we're going to color time it and put the sound to it and get it out there in late November. So you guys can watch it on Lifetime Santa Boot Camp with Emily Kinney, with Rita Moreno. We got John Shuck. We've got. Uh, Justin Gaston, we've got Marissa, um, Jarrett Winoker. I mean, just fun, yeah. fabulous cast. It looks beautiful. You did an amazing job in it. Thank you. You're so funny. There was so oh, much good. good physical comedy in it, too, which was so fun because we don't really get to do that a lot in Christmas movies. Yes. But um, hoping it gets to all stay in there because the movie is about 19 minutes long right now. So there's 19 minutes of movie we shot that we're going to have to get rid of. Ew. I'm trying to save like a long version so that people at home can see that eventually, but... And we also need you to check out Emily's music. On- yes. Oh, yes. Um, you can get it on Spotify. Actually, my manager did tell me right before. My music ma- manager was like, um, make sure to tell them to follow me on Spotify. Because, oh, yeah. Because um, also I do, not just for uh, my music, but I'll do like playlists of stuff I like. Oh, so it's kind of going okay. along with our That's what awesome. things we're into. Yeah. You know, if you want to know what music I'm listening to. Um, Are you on Cameo? I'm not on Cameo. Oh, you should do Cameo. Yeah, I've been getting the... Maybe I should. I actually have three I have to do today. That's one of my um, applications on here. <laughs> I have three Cameos Anything else today. you want to promote while you're here? Yeah, just... Um, I'll probably play some shows in LA, and I'll have a new album out next year. Wait, what's your latest album out, though? My latest album is called The Supporting Character, and you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere that you get your music, you can find it. And then... Um, I'll be kind of gearing up for another new album next year. So, so you're writing start, that music well, now? Well, it's already finished. Oh, it's it's finished. actually completely done. It's the only thing left to do is more like the artwork. What did you um, did you have a title for it? Yeah, um, it's called Swim Team. Oh, okay. Fine. And it's kind of a I guess it's more of like a breakup album. My last album was a little more about like my life as an artist and sort of like my connection with God and things like that. And this one is kind of more back to my <laughs> topics normally you know is more about like um breakup and stuff. yeah yeah so cool. awesome yeah or it's it's a fun one great I, awesome. we're so excited for you i can't yeah. wait to see what comes next you'll have yeah. to come back because your life is constantly evolving it seems yeah i feel like every <laughs> week is yeah it's something i learned i feel like during the pandemic is just like i just kind of feel like i go like a little bit week to week now and yeah <laughs> so, very cool. yeah I get that i get that all yeah. right thank you so much yeah. for being here appreciate it 
Thank you guys for joining us here at What Women Binge. Can you do us a favor and give us an Apple podcast review? It helps a lot. Yeah, and while you're at it, you can follow What Women Binge on Instagram. And follow me on Instagram at Amanda WWB. If you like listening to the podcast, you would love seeing it. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Joan Artificial for full episodes, bonus content, and so much more. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. Video production by Matt Giesler and Jay Hawley. Audio by Matt Lott. Production assistant, Jen Best. And she is the best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com. Do you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to suggest for the show? Well, we are listening. Email us at wwbquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.